if you a biker in the state of Wisconsin, you didn't been here before. I came over here and I had a ball that day and I never went back. Don't join a biker club and don't date anybody in a biker club. And I did the complete opposite. <laughs> Hey, Anthony, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, Salam. How about you? I'm great. I'm loving having you in the studio. We this went, is nice. This is so great. <laughs> we, we went on a little adventure last week mm-hmm. without giving it away way, mm-hmm. where we were at. Mm-hmm. Uh, describe describe the, the vibe that we were uh, in. Um, we were definitely, it was definitely a tavern, <laughs> okay. which is a word, which is different than a bar. I haven't really done a research to find out the difference, but you could definitely feel, I definitely felt like we were in a tavern. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a it was a place a type of place that I haven't been into in a long time. Like when my mom used to take me to these places when I was a kid, but but um, it was definitely a place that um, I've been past and seen hundreds of times and never went in there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Until until we did. Did um, it, did the expectation? I love that you my, felt like home. Yeah, I felt like it was my family, like a just a big family get together kind of thing. You know, all of your uncles and aunts, and you know, some of the crazy ones, some of the wild ones, quiet ones. It was just, it was like, like a macro family. This is uniquely Milwaukee. It's everything you love about community stories, but more in depth, giving the stories the time and attention they deserve changing perspective one episode at a time. I'm your host, Salam Fathayed, and this is Uniquely Milwaukee, stories that stick with you. This week on Uniquely Milwaukee, I've teamed up with Hyphen's Anthony Foster for our second episode during our Milwaukee Regulars Month, and we spent our day at a bar. Sticky floors, pool tables, darts, old school decor, and honestly, any ordinary bar can hold up to that description, but it definitely was more than your classic neighborhood bar. I don't, I don't want to give it away. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. So actually, <laughs> let, let's let's just let's just reveal it. Know, Where were we at? No, I you're totally fine. I, um, yeah. So we went to Twisters on Fifth and Center. Long running uh, biker bar, um, black biker bar, which is um, a th- obviously a thing. Um, it was a real cool environment. It felt like family. I mean, it's a biker element attached to it, but it's just like a lot of other uh, bars on the north side of Milwaukee. But it definitely took me back to, um, you know, when I was a little kid and my mom would go to the bar and I would go there with her and. <laughs> yeah. You know, just give me five dollars for the jukebox while she party with her friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, this was the middle of the day when we went. Yeah, we went on a Tuesday, yeah. and it was Taco Tuesday, Taco which is a Tuesday, very popular yes. day there. Yep. Shout out to um, Clarissa with the fabulous tacos, three for five, <laughs> chicken or beef. One thing that really impressed me is when we got there, it was just me and you and two other customers and Boozy, the bartender. Boozy, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you became affiliated with Throttle Twisters. Well, I had decided to become independent bartender and go full-time with my with my business. So I had quit my job. I worked for Freighter for five years. Mm. I quit Freighter in November, and then I quickly realized with, the, with Christmas coming up um, <laughs> that, you know, people don't hire bartenders so much you would think they would for holiday parties and stuff like that but right. it was it's kind of a slow market for me so I was like oh, I need some extra money 
scrolling on Facebook and Latoya uh, had posted that she needed a bartender. Mm. And, and uh, shout out to Latoya Howard, the owner. So I came here to interview and now I've been working here ever since. I think my first day was New Year's Eve of 2021. <laughs> Your first day, it was New Year's Eve. That's a, you know, that's a good day to start because if you survive that one, you But straight, Believe you know? it or not, she had just only been open for like three days or so. Oh, okay. Because, you know, her, her dad passed away. She had closed the bar down. It was in probate. Right so on. they opened it back up right before the new year. And um, oh, wow. there was nobody in here but her mom and her aunt. That's and when I met her aunt, her aunt gave me a whole spiel. She's like, don't join a biker club and don't date anybody in a biker club. And I did the complete opposite. <laughs> you did both? I, no, I didn't. Uh, I only did one. I didn't <laughs> okay, do the other. Okay. But, and I, uh, I'm assuming I, you didn't join a biker club. I did. Oh, that was That's one. what I, I did. Said, that yeah, was... that's what I did. And <laughs> to this good. day, I just joined the club in, was... like, April. And every time I see her, she's like, you need to get out of that I club. I told you. I don't want to tell you, <laughs> I told girl. you not to get in the club. And I'm and, like, um, oh, man. And one thing, unbeknownst to me, you don't have to have a bike to be in a biker club. No, but I'm actually in a social club so we support the biker clubs right on i'm with the legendary queens legendary queens yep and then our brother club is uh throttle legends what's so up they're the mc okay throttle legends yep. that's very dope that's dope it was just me and you and two other customers and boozy the bartender and as we talked and talked with people and it started i mean by the time an hour later it was just packed in there and the mm -hmm. tacos were there and the energy just completely flipped but it still felt comfortable. Just like Anthony said, things changed within the hour. At first, only a few people were in there. And then with a blink of an eye, the night started. It was like the walls became alive. And while people were trickling in, Anthony talked to Marlo, known as the mailman. We actually have two mailmen. I'm a mailman and another, another guy that come here. And the way that Marlowe became a regular at Twisters was by ditching his old go-to place. Said he drink. Wild Irish. That wild oh, Irish wow, rose. Wow. So I was like, yeah, if I drink that wild Irish rose, I might get a little courage. You then you definitely ain't leaving. Right. You, you might not so leave at all. I, I like, came no, over too. here and I had a ball that day, and I never went back. Matter of fact, the owner over there kept sending people over here asking why I wouldn't come back home. Tell me about it. I was real mad about it. Uh, well, yeah, so I've been over here. Quit, really quit going to most bars that I used to go to, and then I just got old and settled down in this spot. That's crazy. That's how I work, and I and um, same with me, man. Like I grew up here, I drove past here a million times in my life, and never even you know once I became old enough to drink, I was still fascinated. But you drive by, you see those forty bikes outside, and you're yeah. like, oh, that's not for me. But and then it's got that open spell. arms, right? It's open got arms. that spell of a you know like a Milwaukee bar. Yeah, I grew, up, like, in a, yes. I grew up in a bar. You know, I went to Hopkins Street School, and mm -hmm. I used to clean a bar before I went to school anymore, so I could get okay. money. You know, everybody, did. man, I got an allowance. I was like, I got ten dollars every morning because you know I had a job. Right, when as I was a kid in, in grade school. That's something and, to speak to that that Milwaukee bar smell. My mom used to hang out at Curry's Corner, right up the street on Center, on Thirty right. Second. I was Center, on Eighth and Eighth and Chambers, Bill's Bar. Oh yeah, wow, and, and, man. That's the bar I used to work at. Once you come here and you get to know people, you know, and they kind of accept you into like a little family and everything. And it, and the thing with this biker bar is different bikes, different bikers. Come different clubs, they, they, right? Yeah, they're different clubs that come here and they get together, you know, and they they friends with each other, and you know, people don't like walk through that door and be like, I'm gonna go up in here and start some, you know, crap. Right. They don't, and right. and, it, and you know, people used to always tell me, 
back in the day. Like bikers got jobs, real you know, real jobs. Oh, and these yeah. guys are professionals. And it's true. You come in here and you realize a lot of these guys are like professional people. But right. when they put on a biker suit, they, they look like yes. yep. yeah, they, it's, it's intimidating. It's a it's, and it's a whole <laughs> culture behind that. And that's something that that's, that always impressed me. Is like I got a few friends. Now that I'm getting older, I got friends that like you said, they got full time jobs. But on the weekends, on that time off, they get into their biker. It's a whole culture. You know what I mean? It's a whole culture. It's, uh, it's not the stereotype of bikers and like tearing up stuff. It's just mm-hmm. like it's just the thing they do for camaraderie and family and it's a love yeah. attached to that, you know. And a lot of these guys, you and you see them away from here, like you see them at church, or you, <laughs> right. you see them in a store dressed in up, street and you're clothes. Like, dude, like, dude, is that you? Like, where, where your biker stuff at? Right. Is that an act? <laughs> you know. So you know, I was in the military, so I have a vest, but all my stuff is military right, tags right. on there and, mm-hmm. and, and stuff. And they keep back there, you know. They ask me when you get them colors. I was like, man, this is military colors, right? Man. And I'm scared to get on a bike on a motorcycle, so I ride my bicycle down here and park, yeah. and I park it. <laughs> between their motorcycles and they was like this mailman crazy dude something wrong with him he's like we gonna tie a rope to his motorcycle and then we gonna go down to Racine yeah they said we gonna drag you down to Racine with your bike on the expressway and then you can get your colors right after the break we are gonna hear from two legendary original twisters that have been associated with this bar since the 70s and later we hear from an outlaw biker Do you want to know the secret behind the programming you love? It's all funded by the Honor System. As a public radio station, we're based on a very simple model. We try to do something meaningful, connecting with you through music and stories. And then we count on those who appreciate what we do to show their support. Are you one of them? Show your support by visiting RadioMilwaukee.org and joining today. One thing I was really impressed with is the, the history of the yes. place, you know, I mean, it's um, the gentleman who created the bar passed away a couple of years ago, and now his mm-hmm. daughter runs it. But he was allegedly a legend in mm-hmm. the in um, in the biker culture from all over the mm-hmm. country. Um, we met a woman there named Tad Pole, and she was in the she's in the Indy Indianapolis biker club, but she's never yeah. been to Indianapolis. You yeah. know what I mean? So this is the lady terrifying. that you need to be talking to right here. This is Tapo. She's been working for like over 30-some years. If you want to know like when the throttle twist started. Oh, wow. I'm married, but they call me Tadpo. I've been here since my sub on 80, since 82. 1982. So you you still a Tadpo after all tab-po. those years? <laughs> 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 Tad Paul, thank you for thank you for talking to us. I'm Anthony, by Hi. the way. Nice to meet you. This is Salon. Um, tell us tell us about Throttle Twisters. About the you so you you do you know when Throttle Twisters started? It started 1959. It started on 35th in um, St. Paul. That was the original clubhouse. Wow. Okay. Is that where Walgreens is now? No, it's, oh, that's it's where, um, by Marquette High School, kind right of right there, right. Um, you know where the um, Green Bay Packer Bar is now? Yeah, yeah, with the Big G. Yes, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, That's yes. That's where they and started. Then, uh, by Story, yeah. by the Story, uh, yeah. Story Hill, I think yeah. it's called. And 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 where you you hung out at that one too? Yes. So you've been with them from the beginning to now. Well, you, I'm not from the beginning. Well, I mean, I'm not, right, <laughs> right. You weren't around then. I wasn't born. You, you, you were nowhere near a tadpole at that point. <laughs> Baby tadpole. Right, you know, a, a thought in the in the frog's mind. <laughs> right, is what you know. So, um, so when did you when did I you start working for? I started working down here in Twisters 
in 74, my uncle used to own this bar. Oh, so he had me down here, uh, work behind the bar where they had cookouts and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he let me give people the candy, candy and all. Um, they used to sell candy and soda stuff. Right. So we had, so I had me do the soda and candy stuff. And this was in 1974. Four. Does it still still same layout? Still same? What? Uh, wow. What was it like in 1974? Oh, we had fun. But, uh, we still had bikes, fun. bikes, bikes. Still bike, bikes bike clubhouse. It was not our clubhouse then. Wow. And uh, in '78, it, the back burnt up. Ooh, really? Yeah, so they the closed. Back, this yeah. back, area back, back here. Okay. Electrical fire, so they closed down for like two years. Then that's when the throttle twister took over down here. Okay, okay. Yeah. Wow, and, and uh, what was the neighborhood like back then? Oh, it was good. I still live in live in the neighborhood. Okay, yeah. We're... I was born and raised in Fort Facility. Still live there. Oh wow, yes. There's a lot of uh, my man we met earlier is a neighbor. Julio. Julio, yeah. How long you been coming here, Julio? Oh, used to work here. Wow, and you and and you stopped working here, but you couldn't stay away, huh? You live right around the corner. Oh, you? <laughs> yeah. And you love the people that come in here. That's that's what's up, man. That's that's my uncle. That's your uncle. Wow. I call him daddy. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. Like your brother's, your dad's brother. It's like a father. Um, what are, what are some of your what are some of your best memories about Throttle Twisters? Oh man. The man, what was there ever live music here? Yeah, they used to bring bands in, mm -hmm, okay. and then the owner used to um, cook on the weekend. They have um, smothered um, rabbit, coon, all this stuff. We used to have fun. Like, we used to eat good. We used to eat good. We used to eat good. I ate rabbit once when I was a coon, kid. Rabbit, coon, squirrel, man, this was a place to be. Wow. Wow. Were you ever in a were you ever in a in a I'm a club? nap time rider. What is it? I'm a nap time rider out of Indianapolis. Nap time, okay, Indianapolis. Wow, that's where you got that's where that's you That's where our mother's chapter is. But I'm I'm a walking chapter. Oh wow. So you ain't even affiliated with nap time, but that's your I'm a feel I'm affiliated with nap time. I'm a nap time rider. But you're not from you never I'm lived, not from nap time, no. I don't live in Milwaukee. You've never lived in Indianapolis, no. but you're a nap time rider. Yes. Wow. Have you ever wanted to ride? Do you ever? I still ride. You do? Yes. Yeah. I want a uh, 2006 Road Glide. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> you blew our, you tadpole, you blew our mind. Right for real, for real. Yes. One thing that was like repeatedly said that really intrigued me a little bit is that they said it was the safest place to be at because mm -hmm. of the perception of bikers. Yeah, yeah. Um, our guy Mailman, uh, shout out to Mailman, just great dude, gave us a lot of game about the place, was saying how, um, you know, you can, it's like we talked about, the stereotype of bikers is these, I mean, I mean, it's true for a lot of these guys, depending on where you are, but, but uh, you know, tougher guys, women, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, it's not the kind of place you want to go in there and just start some yeah. mess, you know, so so I thought, yeah, I thought that was cool. It was like the, the customers are security to some degree. I mean, uh, we had a, a minor minor dust up about you know, we were um, Salam was you were filming some stuff or taking I was like, some Let pictures. me take some pictures. Right, yeah. right, and uh, we had a gentleman Jay, uh, you know, outlaw. I don't even know if I'm going. You know, hopefully I'll survive after we disclose this information. No, I'm kidding. But but Jay was like, hey, 
you know, what are you doing? You're taking pictures. And, and I really deleted don't. the picture. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, right, right. <laughs> I, had to, I had to step in and, and, step, and step up from my, from our homegirl salon <laughs> here. You. Like, take it easy, man, you know. But You were kind of cool that, after that, though. Yeah, I was, yeah. yeah from, that, from that, he told us why he felt that way and why, you know, why just going into one of these biker clubs and taking pictures <laughs> can be misconstrued sometimes. Being a biker is not a weekend thing or nothing like that. It's a lifestyle that a person lives. If you're outlaws, you live a totally different life as a regular MC. Certain things that happen and moves around the biker world is operated through certain clubs that got the power and the muscle to let things regulate the way they're supposed to. Going into a biker's establishment, I can give you three key things that you should do, must do. First thing you do if you go into a bar slash biker bar or whatever you want to call it, pay attention so much respect out the gate. Yes, absolutely with respect. Don't go in there smacking people on the back of their vests. None of that, you know, it causes a lot of problems. Physically touching somebody's vest is a thing. If you're not a member of their club or a higher club than so them. So me shaking your hand and, and zapping you in the back, that's that's a thing. That's a no-no. Okay, okay. My bad. You, 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 Hey, you know, we can grab each other and greet. Hey, how you doing, bro? You know what I'm saying? Hit each other on the shoulder or something like that. But if you got on cuts and he's a civilian, no. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And certain clubs won't touch the back of your vest because it's a sign of disrespect. Mm. And most importantly, don't ask questions that you know you shouldn't be asking. Right, right. Cause then now you got people thinking that you're the police. <laughs> right. Or, or, or dudes with microphones in the bar, right? <laughs> the first thing they're going to do is watch us from a distance. Every time you come their way, they're going to go the opposite way. Right. Right. So then now it's like a waste of your time. You know what I'm saying? Because now you didn't got paid. By yeah. one person got paid, but it was a domino effect that went through the whole room. For sure, for sure, man. But um, after we left, I went outside, you know, I said peace to Jay. He had a nice bike. He was a nice guy. He was just protecting his his turf, if you will. But, but um, you know, that's that's part of it. I mean, and um, one thing that I found fascinating is I, you know, like I said, we walking by there hundreds, hundreds of times, driving by and never going in there. But you always see tons of bikes out there. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, OK, I don't fit in there or, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know if that's my type of spot. But once you get in there. You know, they were accepting and, and treated you just like anybody else. But it definitely uh, took me back, for real, to, to like, uh, uh, my mom used to hang out at a bar, a neighborhood bar kind of thing, you know, a few blocks up center when I was a little guy. And uh, it was the same energy. You go in there to have food and breakfasts and everybody knows each other, which I'm sure happens all over the world. But, yeah. but at this place, a biker club where it's kind of like, I don't belong in there, or maybe I'm a little scared to go in there. If they were definitely welcoming, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, you felt, for you sure. Felt, you felt the comfort well, there. Quick question: Since you said that you grew up in those type of environments of like mm -hmm. going to the same place consistently, mm -hmm. what stopped it for you? Because you know, some people at uh, Twisters have been there for years, mm -hmm. and it's part of their yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. Well, I mean, the place we my mom used to go to was on Thirty Second and Center. And then they built Master Lock. So mm. that's kind of, I mean, I really that's didn't insane. have a choice. Like you know? it changes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 